No Sheep podcast. You got to spend money in advertising or you just drown yourself out. At one point, you know, I was helping everybody I could help. When it was time for, for me to, to step out and, and try to figure it out again, nobody was there. I feel bad to a certain extent, but it's like, man, you know, you had the opportunities that everyone yeah. else had. Welcome to the No Sheep Podcast. I'm here today with my main man, my one of my best buddies, my <laughs> best friends, John Richardson, the one and only sales I will kill your mom champion. Oh, wow. That's that's you, bro. That's big. Listen, if that's you big. show up on the lot with my man, John, he's going he's gonna to give you an amazing deal, first of all. Most of the time, right, John? Well, uh, a good deal is a state of mind. You know, it's not. A, <laughs> it's, it's all relative. Not, yeah, it's not a good deal until you say it's a good deal. I can I can sing what a great deal it is for you, but until you got that warm fuzzy feeling, it really don't matter what I say. I like that. I like that. So so basically, what I'm trying to get at is that John is a serial killer. It's basically what it comes down to, but in a good way. He in, slays deals in the in the very best way. I'm I'm I, I'm gentle. But Crazy. you're gonna feel me in there. You're gonna feel it's, well. <laughs> it's it's not it's not the time that they feel you. It's it might be just after the whole thing's done. Oh, like Novocaine, it, <laughs> the, the, it wears off, and then you're like, "Wow, that hurts." The point is, is that man? Look, the, the, my man John is an absolute monster, and the reason I brought this guy in is because he's one of a kind. Um, I know he's got a ton and ton and ton of of good content to give us, man. He's a very smart guy, humble, genuine, one of the best people you ever met in your life. Um, the reason, one of the things I want to talk to you about while you're here, John, is I want to talk about sales in general. And I know with sales, it's, you know, cause I'm a sales guy. So we're both two sales people talking to each other. Oh, right? you're absolutely a sales guy. You wake up selling. So, but the, but the point of it is, is that I want to let people hear, you know, because people listen to this cast, right? And they're probably, and if you hear that, 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 that noise, that's my man, John, because he has quit that vape life. He's I'm, I'm, I'm on that vape life. You see, vape life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be high oh, as fuck by the time I get out of here. Cornbread pudding for you, baby. I'm gonna be like fucking jittery and shit by the time I leave. It's gonna, gonna be great. Hey, it's gonna be smoked out in here. That's for sure. Hey man, hey. <laughs> it's gonna look like we're coming, doing somewhere it's not supposed to be doing. I'm gonna drop some THC in that motherfucker. <laughs> John's gonna be in here, fail out. I can't do it. Can't do it, G. <laughs> no. So every day, John gets up, man. This dude. This dude grinds, man. I mean, he, he calls me sometimes in the morning, and it just gets you pumped up. If you're having a bad day and you got this guy's number, he's the one to call. I mean, he's the one. That's the guy to call. John is the, is the one to call when your day's not going so great, you're not feeling it, and you need a little pep in your step. My question to you, John, is how in the fuck do you get up every day? Now, I, I pride myself on having like that, mm, the go get it, that goal, that, that flame that don't burn out. But, boy, that some bitch is hard to see sometimes. My question to you is, is this an everyday thing or is, do you have those peaks and bounds like everybody else? You know, I, I, I got to be honest, you know, I, uh, I, I do wake up every day and I just want to fucking pillage the village. <laughs> I just, I want to savage and um, it, 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 ego is a fucking killer, you know, mm. it, pride and ego will fuck you up every time. But a lot of times it's very useful in the sales department uh, mm -hmm. of, of what we do, yeah. you know. Uh, I'm 47 years old. I've been selling cars since I was 18 years old. I've done everything in the car business from general sales manager to management. 
Um, and I gotta tell you, dog, I just I love it in the trenches. Mm. You know, hand to hand combat, kitchen table closing, uh, eye to eye, elbow to elbow, and figuring uh, a car deal out until somebody's happy. Mm. You know, and, yeah. and again, people don't buy a car until they're fucking happy. Yeah, you know, so you got to figure out what's really going on with these folks. And um, I, I, I am grateful that I got a great big cool God, okay, who, who, yeah, my God's cool as shit, mm. okay. Got a hat on backwards, may have a tattoo or two. That's cool. <laughs> and and like sometimes that. he slips and says shit. Mm. Uh, but but it, it, it's God my, gifted me with uh, the ability to talk to people. And the, the one thing I can tell you about how I sell cars um, is that, I, I, I love people, you know, and I believe in my heart that people are genuinely good at nature. Mm. They want to be, okay? And uh, You they, mean people want to be, they just naturally want to be good people. They and want, they want to communicate wanna with each other. They so want to A lot of people struggle, yeah. you know, life's yeah. a struggle. Um, but I think people are good by nature, and they, they want to live a good, happy life. Mm. And when you start talking about their motherfucking finances, <laughs> it, you get personal. I think I, I feel you there because yeah. when when you sit down with a I mean everybody's bought a car that's listening to this right now. Listen, it's it's real. And that process can be it can go really good or it can be yeah. fucking brutal. Well, I can tell you that, that 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 my gift is to make it as light as possible. Okay. Now don't get me wrong, okay? I'm I'm quoted the bulldog, the red bull, whatever you want to say. Right. But it's really more of Getting in there, finding out because people are gonna. Unfortunately, people buyers are liars. Yeah. They're gonna tell you some shit that's not true, and you got to kind of sift through what they're telling you. I got that eight hundred credit score, John. That's real. You know I got what that, mean? and I got sixteen thousand to put down. Listen, it's, it's, <laughs> hey, I they, got, I got, they, I got at least nine thousand in equity on the car I'm trading in. Right. Well, <laughs> all kinds of shit. All kinds of shit. You'd be amazed at, yeah. at how people just uh, egos get involved as well. Yeah. You know, and when you're in the middle of a deal, um, and nobody wants to know what their trading's worth, it hurts. I don't want to know what my fucking trading's worth. You know, I'm upside down, and I, I do this for a living. Everybody, I think. Every, everybody, I sell the worst. Down? I sell the worst investment in the world. But that's the key, though. Like, if you're not upside down, then you're not. I don't think you're doing it right. Well, I'm not saying that. Well, um, if you if your credit score is is good and you're getting a three percent or less, why the fuck wouldn't you be upside down? Cars just depreciate, bro. Well, of course they, they would. Every day they get older. Every mile you put on them, they're worth less. And okay? my point exactly. What I'm trying to say is, is that why would you invest fifteen thousand extra into a car to to put it into a car that's going to depreciate? That's going to ultimately end up upside down anyways. When you could take your fifteen thousand, reinvest that in like a mutual fund or something that's going to bring you money. Doesn't make any sense. If your interest rate's super low, then you, it doesn't fucking matter. The money's so cheap; it's, it it only makes sense. And exactly. Yet, it's the fucking Dave Ramseys of the world. They exactly just want point. to fucking have no debt, and um, I think that's they, good for some people, though. Again, life choices. Yeah. You know, you got the left lane, and you got the right lane. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not saying either lane is bad. Okay. Yeah. But some people just don't want to make that monthly commitment, and they don't want to pay the extra two point nine percent interest rate and mm. they want to fucking just buy a car well in, in four years they buy a new car it's worth half or less of what they paid for it yeah 
usually significantly less than half. Yeah. And, you know, me, I got what God got, got with me. I'm going to have a fucking car payment till I'm 90. Yeah, I think that's how, I think that's how I'm, I'm probably, well, my truck, by the way, which John sold me. I my man John sold me my truck. He sold me the one before that. So first, first limited, first two thousand, first new body style F one fifty limited in Polk County. Yeah, in this county for sure, we, we was. Now there's a, there's like two more now. Now two years later, uh, but 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 I tell you what though, I knew what I wanted when I called John. There was no sale approach. It was just yo John, and you're gonna have those guys, right? Yeah. Yo, this is what I want, bro. This is what it is. I'm ordering it. This is the price I need to be at. Let's make it happen. And Boom. hey John, tell me I did not walk into the fucking management office. With John, John, have you ever seen somebody walk into the management office and just go straight to the manager and say, look, this is what we need to fucking do. I'm ready to leave. Listen, Nate, you're a beast. <laughs> no, but <laughs> seriously, did. no, seriously, you no. You did. You walked right in there and <laughs> said, hey, man, God bless. John wants to make this easy. Make it easy, too. This is what I got to have. And it, 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 it happened. It happened. But you know the, the deal. But the deal to me, I feel like it was a good deal for everybody. Bro, it was a no-brainer for you guys. Even if you guys made $500, you had no work involved. You did nothing. We did what we do on every car deal, cause don't get it twisted. But you did nothing. You you we, you didn't have we, to, you didn't we, have to store the car. It, we brought in a truck. We paid for a truck. You pulled the plastic off. Pulled the plastic off, and you dropped detail, it off. Detailed the car. Came with came with some warranty. Came with some maintenance. All the good stuff. All, oh, that's all true. Stuff I do got every, a lifetime warranty. Probably right. saying. that's a free yeah. plug for my, for for Lakeland over there. Yeah, Lakeland Auto Mall is is one of two Ford franchises in our region that have. The lifetime warranty, engine, transmission, all powertrain components. And it's a, uh, you know, I drive from fucking Tampa all the way to Lakeland every day. People ask me why. You know, uh, I've been with the owner 19 years, Greg Belasco, um, Lakeland Auto Mall, Ford and Hyundai. It's it's different mentality, bro. It's not a meat market. You're not going to get slayed yeah. by 15, 20 salespeople. Um, it's a softer, it's a softer uh dealership for sure well you got uh, let's talk about that though that's interesting because i have noticed when i came because i came i used to work at lake on this is how i met john yes so and that's another story <laughs> that's, that's another story. story we can we can hit that story but we'll leave that alone because that that might so basically i think a softer approach in 2018 this is interesting because things have changed in in today's day and age where it almost where a softer approach is what's going to end up getting you the deal done. Because nowadays, what I've noticed is that if you're genuinely looking out for the interest of the customer, and it, and it is genuine, the customer's going to recognize that. Oh, yeah. And ultimately, if the deal makes sense, because you have to sell a product <laughs> that makes sense, though. I, mean, I had to sell products that were... Dude, I've sold door-to-door, and a product that I didn't believe in, that I fucking hated doing, I hated my job every day. Yep. And now if you sell a product that you actually like and you enjoy... Right, I mean, yeah. it, it, I mean, I I love cars. You know what yeah. I mean. I love cool cars. Um, I like seeing the look on a uh, young guy, young man, or a young lady's face on their first uh, their first car, and their parents are there with them, and it's a good time. Buying a car doesn't have to suck. Yeah, doesn't have to be a bag of hammers. It doesn't have to be uh, feel. Um, like you're getting ripped off, you know. If profit's not a dirty word, no, make no mistake. I'm I'm there to be profitable, but there's the difference in a fair a amount, of, though, a right? fair amount of profit. Yeah. Okay, and obviously, when two people come to a, a deal, that's when a deal's made. Yeah, you know, and that's mm-hmm. just the simplicity of it. It's not heavy, doesn't have to be hard. 
Um, it should be fun. Buying you're buying like buying a brand new pair of shoes, man. You tell, feel you feel tell, good. I love shoes, I, bro. man. I bought shoes yesterday. I just bought some new shoes for my truck. Listen, oh, new tires make you feel good, bro. New tires had my pockets feeling bad though. Hey, listen. <laughs> that's why you get up every day and go to work so that you can pay for new shoes. Listen, so basically, every car that I've had since 2014, so about four or five years now, I have. When the tires go bad, baby, it's going back. I'm getting a new truck. That's that's a lot of people have that mentality. I mean, because if you think about it, you're dropping 12, 13, a thousand, thirteen hundred, fourteen hundred dollars yeah. on tires. Why not just drop it back and start, get you a new start truck? Start over. Start over. And I'm the, I'm almost the same way. Yeah. Shit, I had two cars in 2017, <laughs> so I went yeah. through two different ones. Um, but getting back to uh, the a, a car deal in itself, you know. Obviously, there, there there's the, the the front end of a deal, okay, which is my car, your car, your trade in, and then there's the back end of a deal, which is you know products that you can't touch, yeah, you know finance stuff, and a good the, the finance guys have to be ta- talented because they're selling an intangible that you can't feel, touch, see, right, nothing. right. Yeah. You it's got not, you got to create the emotion. Correct. You got yeah. to cre- you got to create security. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people. Again, going back to that Dame Ramsey, you know, they want to be secure. They want to go to sleep at night. They want to not worry about their transportation and how they're getting back and forth to work and get the kids to school. You know, obviously, little Jenny is going off to college. Having roadside fucking assistance for her is a good thing um, because she's, you know, 100 miles away. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes all the sense in the world. But it's, you know... um, Lakeland Auto Mall and the 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 sales force, the management, the owner is it, just. I'll tell you after every meeting, after every sales meeting, okay. And there's fifty salespeople in the in this room. We all pray together, and it doesn't matter whether they're Muslim, Jewish, Christian. It don't matter. We pl- we pray as a group, and that's rare. You you know you don't see that. I don't. Mm-hmm. I've never even heard that at, at another dealership. Um, but I have managed to uh, stay on top uh, as a top salesman every month since 2009. So just a monster. But but let me ask you. <clears throat> I know a lot of your deals come from people knowing. So a lot of your deals are half deals. I'm assuming, right? Correct. So what that means for everybody that doesn't know, a half deal is when you have a a sales guy that's approached a customer and they can't get the deal done and need help. John comes in and he gets the deal done and he gives the customer what they want, right, to get the deal done. Oh, I got to give away shit until they say yes to me. My, so John will come in and be the nice guy, you know, and, and if you see John, you say, Bulldog, this, mother, this dude looks like a bulldog. He looks like if, 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 you were at, if you were in a fight at a nightclub, don't fuck with this guy. He's the one that's going <laughs> to probably rip your leg off and shove it right up your ass. Like, this, that's this guy, right? So he's, he's, been, he's been through a few things. You can tell he's got a few battle wounds. So the point I'm trying to get to is, is that the guy looks like he's mean and aggressive, but when you talk to him, I mean, he's one of the soft-hearted, most soft-hearted people, but you can tell this is the kind of guy that you'll love him or hate him on the, cell, on the, on the floor with the, with the, with the deal because he's going be, to make it happen. Whether, well, whether, whether he's got to give this shit away or he's going to convince you to, to get where he needs to be, at the end of the day, that's a half deal, and that's what John does. So having said that, and you're being that you're the pretty much the vet at that dealership. You're pretty much the what the closer, right? The closer. He's Correct. he's the mark the the Rivera, right? The, from the from the Yankees. The the the, the he's, a, he's he's a cleanup baby. He's he's gonna be the guy that's gonna come in, 
eighth and ninth inning, and he's going he's going to win the game. Well, you know, there's there's salespeople out there that are, and we have a very talented floor. So I'm going to say that about the guys is there we we got some talented guys, and we also have some 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 weak guys that you know uh, need training. And I do a lot of the training at the dealership. I help the guys with uh, how to you know get elbow to elbow with a client. But some salesmen are great from A through S in a car deal. Okay. And uh, my specialty has always been T through Z, baby. So it's, again, going back to that flushing out what the real objection is from a customer. And it's always one of a few things, the trade-in, the price, the payment, the down payment, the interest rate. It's You're it's a problem one, solver. Yeah. You Find gotta the fi- problem you gotta solve fi- the issue. Yeah. And they don't want to <clears> tell <throat> you. Okay. The client wants to get away from you because you're going to, I'm trying to part you with $35,000 right now. So basically the, 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 and this is what I say in sales and you, and you tell me if you agree in sales in order to be successful, I think number one, I think believing your product is, is a big, is a big part of it. Sure. I don't even think that I don't think education knowing your product is actually that big a deal. I think a lot of people think that you have to know your product. You have to know the ins and outs of your product. And I think you have to know a general idea of your product, but to know your product completely, it's not really necessary. Absolutely not. They're at your they're at your place to to to, to, if you know your now let's put like this. If I know my product and John doesn't know his product, and we're the if we're the same exact salesperson with the same amount of ability and everything else is the same, then the guy who knows his product is gonna win. But that's on the bottom of the important list, in my opinion. Like where, when you're when these guys are training uh, salespeople, they always say, "Know your product, know your product, know your product, know your," and they shove it down your throat. You gotta know your product. To me, you you if you get up every day, when I look you in the eye and I look a customer in the eye, and I just know I just have that soothing calmness effect. Where don't worry, we're going to make it happen. Yes, 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 yes. It, it the, the the Bob Marley. Uh, approach yeah. works great. Don't yes. worry, be happy. Yes. Uh, product knowledge is is important for new guys coming into the business. Okay. I'll be honest with you. I'm mechanically retarded. I don't know shit <laughs> about an engine. Um, they pop the hood, and you know I I can't even tell whether it's a V8 or a V6 by looking at. <laughs> you got to count it. Never uh, have. They uh, want to pop the hood and like, hey, up. There's an engine in there. This bitch is fast though. Hey, guess what? <laughs> If there's no service light on, that means nothing's wrong. Okay, <laughs> so th- there's all kinds of computers and cool shit to let you know something's going on with your vehicle. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm I'm with you. Product knowledge is the least important part of, of a car deal. I think that that management at dealerships shove product knowledge down people's throat because it's part of a script. Just like they're they're trained to to say it, and they want. Uh, employ salespeople to know it, but really, it's it's sales is is the oldest art. It's the oldest um, uh, trade in the world. Yeah, you know, I don't give a shit. My fucking back There's, in the day, caveman was selling one one bone spear to another caveman. Go to the flea market right now. Yeah, how many I mean, salespeople you got there? They're all salespeople. That's, That's all what they they're do. doing. Yeah, you know, so it's it, it really is just one person against another, and it, not really against, but transacting with another i think some people do go into a car transaction with a sword and a shield oh yeah and they're ready to go to battle hell yeah and they they find the car they want and nothing starts until they actually get to the to table and all of a sudden now everything you say is no 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 right and then they walk off the dealership oh yeah and they call you back 30 minutes later and i'm like all right now that i know i got the best deal like a good i'm gonna come back and buy the car oh it's a show it's a show <laughs> <laughs> no but, so. but it's interesting is the ones that 
you know how it goes in the car business, and I don't want to harp on this too long, but when you know what they're doing, and you don't budge, and you let them walk. Oh yeah. And then you know they're gonna call you back in thirty minutes. I love that feeling though. Well, you can't be afraid to lose a deal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So at some point, you know, what I mean, everybody has a red line, and you can't cross your red line with whatever you got in the car. But um, what where I was gonna go in my head is that you know I I, I do look very aggressive when I come in, I, but I know that. Okay. So I know I've got to overcome that. Every deal, every 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 day. But you can use that to your benefit too, though, right? I do, I yeah. do. You know, it, 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 you know, you don't want to make somebody feel like you're applying pressure. Hey, I, don't pressure me, customers. Hey, I'm not here to be pressured, sir. I'm not pressuring you. I'm talking to you. <laughs> so if you want to take that as pressure, I get it. But you're here, and I'm here, and we're together, and we're fucking trying to do this thing. But I, I, I love sales. Yeah. Okay, I truly, truly love sales. I love a good salesman. Um, I, I can give an example. Uh, th there's a guy on on um, Evine uh, who sells um, Invicta watches. He's a Australian guy. I can't remember his name, but this guy is just a fucking natural salesman, and he can walk around a different Invicta watch. He can do thirty of them, and it sounds like he just started fresh on the uh, on the infomercial, and he's just rolling. And, and and I can appreciate that good salesmanship. I love it, you know. And I end up buying three, four watches from the motherfucker before I know it. Um, you know where I learned to sell from? Sell from John, not having any money as a kid, right? Yeah. And not having no no cable or anything like that. But somehow, some way, I don't know how, we got like the QVC shopping network. Oh, love it! So I would sit there all day watching these people because I I'm a knife gun guy. And I'd watch them sell knives or whatever. I don't know if it's QVC or if it was one of the shopping networks. I don't know which one yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And you would catch on to what, after a while, you're starting to realize what they're doing because they're doing a lot of the same things over and over again. So it's not about necessarily, it's not necessarily what you say, it's but it's delivery. how you say it. It's a delivery. Yeah, it's say, okay, so at the time, the timing is perfect, you know, in the setup too. Because what I'm noticing is that in sales, you are, you are soft closing shit for the end. You're already leaving them little breadcrumbs, and you're already dropping little little feels in their head. They don't even know what it is. You don't even know what you're saying or why you're saying it. But in reality, is you're setting it up to close another intangible later or something else later. Absolutely. So, the, and that's the best salespeople. I think a lot of salespeople can close car deals, but it's the ones that make the finance guy's job easy. Those are the best salespeople. The ones who can do volume, but also can say, "Hey, guy, at the at the finance job, at the finance thing, I've already pretty much dropped these seeds throughout the sale. That now I know by the time they get here." It's game over. It's just basically roll them. Where, where are we well, going to be? By the time they get to the finance guy, they're there to buy a car. No questions asked. Okay. <clears throat> but really the hardest part of a car deal is the close because everybody wants to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> they want to call Uncle Buck. They want everybody else's opinion. And your job is to get the deal now. Not later. Think not not the next day. Let me sleep on it. Let me pray about it. Yeah. You get it all. So that's that's the gift is 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 when a when a salesman can close a deal. Isn't the sales all the same though? It is. It's Whether all the it's fucking same. Phones, though. watches, cars, houses. It, but it, every salesman needs the here and the now. Create the we, value. Give the give the value to the pro, to the customer. Give solve the problem. Give them what they give want, them, and sometimes they don't even know what they want. They so then you have to don't. solve that problem. Absolutely, and those are those are the hard ones. Is that when you they don't even you know gotta what they steer want. them? Yeah, you got to steer them because you know what they need. Hey, John, what's better, putting a guy on ten cars or putting a guy on two cars? 
putting a guy in two cars. Yeah, because less choices. He's not buying 10. Yes. Yeah. My point exactly. So what I hate is when a guy comes here. I'm in the cell phone business, so everybody knows. When a new guy shows up, yeah, you know, you're fresh and trained. This guy pulls out 15 phones and lays them out and starts going down the line. And you're sitting here looking at this guy like, and you just watch him and you let him get to work. And then what you do is you ask him three qualifying questions. Qualify. And, then you, the key and word. then you go, okay, this is the one you want. Right. right. Take a look at this phone. Right. <laughs> they don't do the research. They buy a phone once every three years. They buy a car once every three years yeah. to five years. So they, they, they've done some research. You know, a lot of the internet has changed the car business. That's, I want to talk about that. Yeah, the internet has definitely changed the car business, guys. How is it? How has? It, let me ask you a question. How has it changed? Because since I've been out of the game, which was 2011 or 2000, I'd say somewhere in there is whenever I, when I left uh, the the car business in general, it, it was just starting to come along. Then I think oh, mm, it was pretty deep already by 11. You know, I've been doing this before the internet was invented. Okay, so back in the day, you know, people had no choice but to go from dealership to dealership to dealership. You know, a customer would go to to five dealerships checking out different cars and would buy from one. Okay, today, uh, a customer can surf 30 dealerships in 50 mile span, pick out the car they the the, the car they want. Okay, and come they're going to come for one car. So it's made the sale faster. Um, It's made the profits less. I can tell you that it has affected profits huge in the car business and which is okay because it's increased volume for yeah. a lot of dealers. Yeah. The dealers that have um have Adapted. embraced embraced the internet and we were a dealership that embraced it early. I struggled. I struggled with the internet. I hated the fucking internet. But you're a gross guy, right? Listen, I'm a gross guy. Yeah. And it, it's uh but I'm also the volume guy there too. So um, But you don't want to see I take you them don't want to see a mini deal but, though. Uh, it doesn't I treat, it hurt a little bit. You know what? I treat them all the same. Okay. I'll be honest with you. I okay. really do. I treat them all the same. And um, I, I used to train salespeople to not worry about what we have in a car. Because if that gets in your head, you're going to sell to that number. Yeah. Don't ask what we have in a car. It's none of your business. Okay? Go sell from that number that I give you. And that's how I, how I train when I, when I manage guys. Um, because they, everybody, every salesperson wants the deal now, of course. Okay. And if you know what you have in a car, you're going to back up and back up into that number. You got to hold the gross, bro. You got to hold the gross. You got to hold it. You got to, you got to, you got to look people in the eye and, um, it's better if you don't know what you, what you, what you own a car for. You don't know what that number is that, that stops the, that stops the show. So in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, this is an interesting conversation because you've seen the transition from no internet to internet. And now I've watched in, in my cell phone business, we're in a, like a used phone business, right? So we purchase and sell used phones, repair, that type of stuff. It's very similar. It's very similar to what car businesses, how the car businesses ran and, and how we run our business is very similar to how the car businesses ran. And let me say this in the car business, they, if you go on the internet and you shop for a car, right, you're going to get a ridiculously amazing price before you even have to negotiate the deal. Yeah. And you well, go on. a lot of dealerships, I mean, like, we, there's no negotiating in a price. Well, you okay? have nothing. You have no meat in the bone. Yeah. It's, it's over. And the reason is, is because you're going, and people who are on the internet looking are people who are shopping for the best price. So if you give that person the best price, then you get them to come in in hopes that maybe that you can put them on a different car, best case scenario. If you can't, if that's not what they want, obviously, then you're going to look at accessories. You're going to look at warranties. You're going to look at the spiffs that you get with the, the add-ons. What is it called whenever you add a, um, like a percentage to the interest rate? 
holding residual. Okay, so you add to that, so you get spiffs off of that. So that's where you make your money in volume. You make your money in saying, okay, instead of doing 300 cars at seven, $800 a pop in GP or gross profit, now I'm gonna sell 400 cars at you know $300 or $400 in gross profit, but we're gonna have this many deals on warranty, this many deals on accessories, and that's whenever these other dealer fee, service center, everything is a, is a profit center in a car dealership. So <clears> if you <throat> take a car and trade, uh, it goes through service. There's profit on service. There's profit on parts. So when we put profit uh, the the parts to that car, that goes into the stock number on that unit. So now if you have a ten grand car that you took in net net money, you now service it, detail it. You know now you have an eleven five car. Nice. You know, so you're so making money on that eleven. You're making money on that thousand. The that dealers making money on the service center and the parts center uh, as well. So you're it's, making money throughout the channel, which uh, is a crucial component to this whole thing, and that's what volume so important. The salesman's not making the money because the salesman's going to make the money after the eleven five. But they also make money. The dealer, the owner. But the salesman makes money on volume uh, numbers too. So Correct. you guys get well, paid on bonus units. levels. Bonus levels when you get to a certain amount of cars out, and every car after that, there's more bonus levels. And so the point I was trying to get to, though, and I don't mean to cut you off, was that. The, the the dealerships now they've all embraced internet. Well, they've had to. Oh yeah. Or they're they're or they're, they're gonna dead. fall off. They're gonna they're gonna lose it. So and I will say that though, Lakeland Auto Mall was one of the definitely was early in that because you guys were heavy headstrong into that thing. You guys put some of your best salespeople in that department in your in your your online sales department. So you right. were you were getting deals through the online sales phone calls and then they was putting them on people like John. John was getting a lot of deals through the internet. You or like a few other guys while I was there. And you guys would push those guys. You would push your deals to obviously the best salespeople who had the most likely likelihood to close the deal, which is Correct. in the best interest of the business. Correct. So, having said that, very similar, I think, approach that you should take in all sales and all anything that you're dealing with the consumer in sales. Why did Toys R Us fail? Why did Toys R Us, which is one of the newest things, are out of business now? I don't know if you've heard. I did. Okay. So they just filed bankruptcy for good. It's over. And they're out of business sales going on right now, which I'm going to try to take advantage of. <laughs> of course, not yet because they're not there yet. It's not making sense for me. That's another conversation. Amazon. Well, Amazon's murdering them. And what Murder. have they done? They've dropped the margins and they've focused on volume. My question is, in the future, is everything's going to be, it's, going to, it's the race to the bottom. Because everything's going to be so fucking cheap that you, it's not going to be about can you afford it anyone it's going to be about where the fuck am i going to put it well the good thing about cars okay is that the 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 majority the vast majority of people still want to go touch it they still want to go touch it they want to go um drive the car before they buy it especially in pre-owned so yeah. news new they're all going to drive the same but there's no twin to a used car they're all unique to the, the, there's only one Okay. Yeah. Um, but there's still that, that need for salespeople to uh, demonstrate a car and be able to close somebody on that one car. Okay. I, I think cars and phones are very similar in that way that a lot of people, especially in used phones, it's hard to say, you know, and don't get me wrong, Amazon's damaged our business. Uh. Everybody. For sure, everybody. They're, they're crushing. They're, they're taking the over. They're taking over the world. So you got to figure out a way to jump on the ship. Yes. yes. You know what I mean. If you, you have if, to. if you're not finding a way to jump on the ship, well, I, mean, I can tell you, man. Again, I'm I'm an old I'm a, I'm an old used car used car pit bull, and you know, last month they brought in a a, a young shining star from uh, we got him from Regal, a good kid, who is a Facebook monster. Okay. And this kid was on my heels, okay, all month long. 
So I, uh, I, I listen, don't tell me he didn't get me. He don't tell me. Get, oh no, 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 no. But have you transferred? Have you started the fa- social media now? I have not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've been telling you about this. I though. tell people, listen. I say when I have to do it, when I have to conform. Okay, bro. I'll what's do gonna it. happen when he beats you? Are you gonna switch? Are you gonna go then? I can't answer that. Don't question. be Walmart. Listen. Don't be Walmart, bro. Walmart was the greatest forever, and then you had young, shining star Amazon that came in, and they weren't prepped. They weren't ready. Hand-to-hand combat, buddy. They can't whoop me. That's that's just reality. I mean, they've tried. I've seen them all. The best have come. I'm I'm interested to see what happens in three counties. Okay. All right. Four counties, actually. All right. Uh, Polk, Hillsborough, Pinellas. It's... uh, I'm, I'm... Put my ego in my pocket a little bit, but I've I've managed to stay on the top of the, of the hill for a long time. Okay, but um, but the social media is powerful because you got to keep in mind he's marketing he's marketing for your ten thousand people a day for himself. Oh yeah, so oh, he's yeah. channeling this entire oh, network of people to himself. Oh, he's got ten thousand followers, so he'll put three or four or five postings a day, try to keep them at the top of that feed. So the kid knows what he's doing. Is he dropping money into social media marketing? I don't think he has yet. I think he's looking to do that, which means that he buys a, a blog or whatever from Facebook. Well, and he they, buys they, a sponsorship and they shove the, they shove that ad in their mm-hmm. news feed. Yeah, yeah. So that's we do a lot of that. You do a lot of that. Tons of it. Well, I think tons of it relative to our income and our in our in our revenue. But um, but you know the other thing I want to talk to you about was you know when you get up every day because. We had this conversation before, so I kind of have a general idea. But for me, you meet certain people, and you just go, and you just go, yo, that guy's got some miles. You know, he's got some experience. You know, this oh, guy's yeah. been through the fucking gutter. I can spot it. So when you see those types of individuals, you just, and it's not something, that, and if you know, real recognize real, right? And that's an old saying, but it's real. You, you, know, you know naturally when a guy's just at that level where he's dealt with some shit, he's gone through the, the process, he's gone through a sh- a, the gutter, the, 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 the straight shit. And now um, he's transitioned through that. And now, you know, he's got that little bit, you know, you recognize A little bit of edge. You recognize it. Oh, I'm a people reader. So I love, again, I go back to that I love people, but I'm also a genuine freaking oracle. Yeah. (laughs) When it comes to looking at people and reading people, um, qualifying people in my business. Um, I'm also in recovery. Um, I uh, had at one in 1999. I got sober and stayed sober for a little over 11 years. Went through a bad divorce and ended up back in in in, in the uh, in, in the booze for about three or four years. And now I'm back in uh, back in recovery again, almost two years sober. Solid. But uh, I mean, I've been in the car business my whole life. Went from stealing cars as a kid at 17 to selling cars at 18. Um, ended up uh, having a now. When you say seventeen, you meant seventeen years old. Oh, seventeen to 18 years, years old. old. Oh, right, I right. went to the joint seventeen years old for auto theft. Oh, so you basically you did prison time. Oh, I did prison. time. I know that, but I, I want to co- make sure a couple of times. Okay, um, I lo- I love cars. I didn't tell you that. <laughs> but what? But but that's an interesting conversation though. Which I love that. You know why I love that is because you see people like that, and and you've and. And I'm sure there's some underlying family type thing that that helped us get to that position, you know, where maybe we necessarily weren't brought up in the in the greatest of circumstances. Oh man, no, I was. Uh, I'm from Southern California, a little bit out, outside of Los Angeles, and I grew up in the thick of it, man. And in my high school, you had to go through a metal detector to get into class. My point exactly. Um, so when you're surrounded around that, though, 
you know, yeah. that's your lifestyle. Yeah. You, well, again, you have to, you have to want something different in life. You know what I mean? That's, that's something that you see every day and in, in the young people today that they just, they're not hungry. You yeah, know, these yeah. millenniums think that people are going to hand them the, 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 the golden chalice at, for getting fifth place. Yeah. I, that's dead. I mean, I, I can tell you that it's fucking it, crazy. it is crazy. I don't, I don't believe in that. And you know, it's there, you got to be a fighter in life because he, 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 second place is the first loser. Um, Let me ask you this, John. This is this is an interesting conversation because you 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 have kids just like I do. So yep. you're going through that process and you're raising your children and whatnot. And you have daughters like I have daughters. Yep. But I also have a stepson. His name is Jared. How do you train your children right to have that fire like you have? And the reason you have that fire and the reason you have that appreciation for anything that you have, like the small things in life, you appreciate them because you've. I'm sure you've probably been homeless a time or two in your life or maybe at least really bad off where you've hurt, you know, and you've gone through that. Well, I definitely have been there. So in order for me to get that, I've been through that that mental challenge of, you know, this life sucks, depression, all the rest of it that goes along with it. And you that feeling that you had, you had to dig yourself out of it because there's no one going to help you dig you. You have to figure out a way to be strong enough to get out of that. And I think that's what creates a person. That's that scar that gives you that, like you said, that, 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 that when you recognize that, when you see that, you see that in people. You go, yeah, I, that guy's been through that you shit. You spot bro. it, you usually got it. Yeah. So, how do you give your children? Because you, you want people to have that feeling. You want people, you don't necessarily want them to go through the process to get there. But how do you treat your, te- un- get your kids to have the understanding and appreciation for the small things while not having to go through that process? You know, um, you know I'm, I'm, I'm blessed as I got two little girls that are, um, so respectful. Uh, I think respecting, respecting people is, is the single most important thing you can do. Um, not having the fear of people and being able to carry yourself with some pride and dignity. Um, but kids have to have that respect. There's so many kids out there today that just don't give a shit and they they don't give a shit about their parents. They don't give a shit how they talk to their teachers. Um, parents have to hold their kids accountable. You know, I got a 26 year old son who went through the shit. And for 18 months, I had every day I had to, he was calling just now. That was one of the phone calls I just got. He's my very best friend. My mm-hmm. son is, um, and but for 18 months, he was suicidal. And you know, when somebody's for real, Oh yeah, I, I, I do at least. Oh yeah, definitely. So when he's calling me talking about wanting to check out, he was serious. That's just real. Man. It was real. Yeah. And every day I've been there. Every day I had to put him together. Okay, I'm grateful as I've never I've never wanted to kill myself. Uh, I'm blessed. I've never gone homeless, um, but I've been I've been running and gunning my whole life. You know, mm-hmm. um, at twenty twenty one years old, I uh, left Seattle where I was selling Toyota Volvo. Um, at twenty one, I'm making a hundred thousand dollars at twenty one years old, and just didn't know how to manage it. And alcohol and drugs took over, and went my 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 son's. The pussy got you, then, John. Oh, buddy, listen, my my son's <laughs> mother's father was a monster, absolutely probably one of the most talented car guys I've ever met. Mm. And he told me, he said, if you can get a hold of your problem, you're going to be one of the baddest people on the planet. Mm. And I remember waking up, it was in Seattle uh, on a Monday night. And woke up in LAX with five grand and a note. No <laughs> <Can't> shit. <help. laughs> Came out of a blackout in LAX going, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
and I had five grand and a note in my pocket that said, get help. And they ejected me out of, out, of, out of their lives. And that's when I fell deep into the depression and ended up calling up my, my old hitters. And we started freaking boosting cars. So I went back to boosting cars. Um, ended up going to prison for 48 grand theft autos. And boosting cars now, this boosting cars basically in order to support just yeah, we were buddy making a lot of money boosting cars. You what know? kind of cars like back in the day? Yeah, it didn't matter anything three model years old. What was the process like? You would just basically take the car and then go drop it off at like a chop shop or something? Oh, no, I, I had a sales force, I had 10. <laughs> 10, 10, 10 plus guys. As he said before, he was a sales manager yes, in the car sales business. Yes, in many <laughs> levels. You know, there was, had 10 hitters. There was three rules in the game. Uh, Doesn't that suck though? Like whenever you have, when you're doing those things and every night you go to bed and you're like, fuck, they could kick my door down tonight. It was fire, bro. It, you know, I'll tell you, when you get and you live on the edge and again, you're fast and furious and you're fucking gone in 60 seconds. Um, there's that energy with that too. Yeah. You know, I, the same thing I get from sales now is that freaking that fire. You know what I mean? I wake up every day with that fire that I just want to go after it. And I think that's what's kept me, kept me successful my whole life. But when I got out of prison that time, uh, I came to Florida and I changed my life. You know, I got back into the car business, selling cars again, <laughs> And been doing it, you know, got, by the grace of God, I ain't stole a car since I was 22 years old. So uh, I, I've thought about it. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny that that I, I, I there's still some things that I'm going to talk on this podcast in the future, but I still don't feel comfortable about going back in my past because there's some crazy shit. But uh, plus, I think there's got to be like a 10 year, like, uh, what do they call it? A 10 year rule there that you that that you could get you, past. Yeah, you, uh, no, uh, not extradition, but uh I know what you're thinking. So, so I have to wait. You don't want to tell years. on yourself. Exactly. I got to wait ten years. The dirty thirty comes around in a, in a year, and I'll be able to talk about some of this stuff. Well, today I I, uh, I actually go into jails. Okay, I go into um, treatment centers. I go into. Do you talk to like a group of people? Absolutely. Last night, uh, Tuesday night was a, a place called Daco, and there was a hundred guys in the room with five of us that came into the the center, and they're all in there for six. They're locked up. For yeah. six months, they're going through rehabilitation. It's all court ordered. I always want to do that. And I, I, I get real with them. I say, "How was dinner? Yeah, sucked. Didn't That's it? real. <laughs> That's real. How's the view? Yeah, fucking terrible view, huh? I said, how's, man, it's how's the pussy? Man? Yeah, you ain't getting no ass, bro. That's the one thing about me in my life, bro. I went to jail two weeks, no bond. Listen, I'm looking at 10 years minimum, not including the drug charges, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, 19 years old, feeling that type of way. That's a feeling that you don't get unless you bit. You can talk about it, but until you go through it and you oh, actually go, yeah. bro, and then you look around, you got bums pissing in the garbage can, right? You taking a fucking shower, dick slanging, hanging out in front of fucking 50 fucking men. Dog. All the bad stuff. Dog. And then you got a, a glass, right? Oh, yeah. Where everybody, all these fucking uh, COs can see you. You know what I'm saying? So you uncomfortable. Now you, buddy, at nighttime, you're, you're in the... You're forget taking, that, buddy. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll never forget. And I still, I still, uh, it pops up into my head. I remember going through Chino Prison, Southern California, very famous prison. Yep. Um, and I was 20 years old, 21 years old. Um, and carrying my 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 my, uh, my blanket, my sheets, and my pillow, and walking with five guys into the and I was the fish, 
and it was now you didn't have a five guys cheeseburger right no 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 five guys cheeseburger <laughs> no <laughs> was there were five, five of us walking got you and three stories three tiers just like you see on tv buddy and all you they had the little window where only your face could fit through the window and all the glass was knocked out of the window so there was no glass Fuck. so all you could see was faces for 150 yards just little faces and everybody's yelling back and forth at the new fish and it it, 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 it imprinted into my brain and i'll never forget that how all long right? did you go in for i did 32 months mm. 32 months uh just hard. enough to keep you out of that shit, huh? listen made a decision i don't want to go back there Fuck. okay and i had to do some stuff when i was in prison that i'm not proud of and uh, you got to do what you got to do in that situation. So today I go into places like Falkenberg Road Jail, Orient Road Jail, and I tell guys, listen, every time I went to jail, okay, and there was a few times, and it was mainly just auto theft, uh, but I would say that little foxhole prayer to God. God, if you get me out of this shit, I said that I'll shit. never do it again. I said that shit. But every time I got out, I never followed through. Yeah. Okay. And Alcoholics Anonymous is, is a program designed for people who want to make a decision to change their life. It's people, places, and things. You have to change everything about yourself. And you have to create a new life. And it's a decision that you have to make. You're either all in or you're all out. There's yeah. no middle of the road. Okay? And um, if you only had to give, if you gave up drinking, okay, or drugging, whatever your thing is, um, you never had to go to jail again. Is it worth it? Hell yeah. I love pussy and money, bro. Listen, I can't go yeah. without that, bro. I so can't I go ask guys it. that. Simple question. Hey, listen. If you, you, you got a decision to make. You never use alcohol or drugs again. Forget that your life will get better. Okay? Because that's all what comes with not drinking and using drugs is that your life gets better. But you, 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 you just don't go to jail no more. True. That's all you get. Is it worth it? I think and, so. And and 95% of the room will put their hand up. So then I say, you know, and the it, 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 you know, if you do make that decision, the cool shit that pops up around somebody who's staying sober and working a good AA program or NA program, you know, they get their families back, they get their their kids back, they get the the relationships that they fucked up, they get good jobs, they be, they they become grown. But I think there's a deep appreciation also Right, that you do appreciate, and again, that's that thing we talked about just now. That's that deep appreciation of knowing what it's like to not have these things, and then now that you actually have these things, you don't take them for granted. Yeah, you don't look at it and go, "Hey, look, this is nothing." You know, you walk by it every day, and I, I think obviously, if we were in a third world country or something, we would appreciate the fact that we're sitting in seventy-two degree weather. You know, uh, in, or inside the the space right now, comfortable. You know, it's a little warmer here, my man John. You know, but other than that. <laughs> My man got that working out. He's too small. He's busting out his shirt, man. Busting out his shirt. But that's one of the biggest things for me is how do you train individuals to have or teach individuals to have that that fire every day? And like you said, and you've told me a thousand times, and I'm still trying to figure out this 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 puzzle of how to help people find that. And I really have struggled to be able to, and my children in particular, because that's really who I want to have it. I think, though, what I've done is uh, I've created an environment that's tough tough inside my house. Tough love works. And the reason I say that is because, and and here's my thought process, right? My thought process is this. You know where I stand. 
There's no, I'm not, I'm not changing where I, I do change where I stand because I grow as an individual. So I do, I am willing to hear you out if you, if you have a valid point. And I think that's important to have, but I'll say this in my, in my household, you have to be willing to create an environment that's tough because if you don't create an environment that's tough, then you're not doing your kids justice because in life it's tough. It's not easy out there. And, and, and the, the worst part is, is that our parents, or not our parents, but I'm saying in 2018, the parents nowadays who are my age, 29, 30 years old, are trying to teach their kids to be soft, fluffy, little, great little characters. They're trying to, they're trying to run off the bullies. They're trying to create, stop the bullying. You're never going to stop bullying, John. You're never going to stop a fucking bully. There's bullies in life. That's just part of the process. There is. There's nothing you can do. In every job, in every, in every aspect. You, do you stop the bullies or do you find a way to negotiate, to, to maneuver yourself around the bullies or to take them on and, and to fight that and battle that? In a way, obviously, that's, that, that makes sense and that is productive for you in your life. But I think that that's the wrong approach. The wrong approach is to not cower and, and ball up in a, circle, in a, in a ball and, and cower in the corner because that poor, that bully told me that I'm ugly or I'm fat or whatever the case may be. No, you have to figure a way to deal with these issues. My son came home recently, probably about four months ago, and he got punched at school. What was my approach, John? You'll, you'll never guess. He got punched at school. What did I do? Take a guess. You punched him. No. <laughs> the point, the, the, what I did was I told him like this. I said, Jared, I'm t- I'll be honest with you, John. If that kid punches you again, punch him back. Absolutely punch, punch him back. Punch him back. Listen, you, you don't have to stand tall, but you got to stand. Bro, you okay? have to. You cannot let somebody punk you. No. It's that simple. No, life is, if you, do, if you let it go once, it's going to happen repeatedly. And, and, okay? I, and I, when you did prison time, I know you knew that. Absolutely. You let somebody punk you one time, it's a you're, wrap. You're done. It's over. You're done. And that's, I think that's a general in life, too. And when you're a kid, you get punched, and you punch a kid back. You know, you get suspended for three days, and you know what? I'm not even going to punish you because I feel like. But as you're becoming an adult, it's very important to understand when you make a lot that the decision in which I, if he would have punched that kid, if he made a decision to do that, I would make him understand that in life, if someone punches you, I want you to punch back. But when you make that decision, you have to be willing to deal with the consequences that comes with that decision. That's life stuff. That's life. Yeah. Because when you do, because if I was to punch somebody, and I'm 300 pounds, John. I'm going to fucking hurt you, dude. You see what I'm saying? You're going to leave a mark. I'm going to hurt you. Yes. So having said that, I have to be willing to deal with the consequences of my actions. Yep. So in a circumstance at which you have to make those decisions, you need to do it in a fashion that it makes sense. Like you are justified in that decision. So you don't just go around knocking people out. You don't go around finding bullies to, to, to surround yourself with so that way you can find reasons to, to deal with these people. You avoid confrontation if necessary. And that's, the, that's what we're trying to teach our children. And at the same token, if confrontation is inevitable, you have to understand and be willing to deal with that. You have to be willing to grind through that process, not cower, hide up in a ball. Because I'm teaching my kids very simple. I tell my kids all the time. You know what I tell my kids, John? The kids today are weak. Very they are weak. Undisciplined. And weak. John, they're weak. It's video game. Uh, the video games have weakened children. Uh, I don't the parenting, own, man. The parenting is weak enough. I don't own a PlayStation or a uh, whatever the other one's called. Mm-hmm. My kids and I, we go outside. We spend time outside yep. every day, biking, boating, running, walking, climbing. We run after it. My girls are savages. My son 
is a beast. He uh, learned how to snowboard last this this season. Um, but I, I do believe that these these video games and the stuff has made people. It it, it, it puts bad. You know, if you listen to fucking bad rap music and they you, you, they yes. want to kill it and fuck yeah. it and steal it, yeah, then you know it's gonna imprint on your on your brain. If you if you listen to good shit, then it's also gonna imprint. You're you a product know? of your environment. You are. You are who you you are. What you eat. Yeah. Okay. If you surround um, yourself around crackheads. You're gonna, you're gonna end up. A crack. You go to the barber shop. You're gonna get a haircut. It's that okay? fucking simple. If you hang out, you're you're gonna you're gonna convert. Okay. Um, if you want to be a listen, if I want to be a fucking millionaire, and I want to make a million bucks, I need to go hang out with the fucking guy who's making a million bucks. And you got to make yourself attractive to that guy Absolutely. because that guy's fucking smart. Absolutely. And he's not gonna associate you with because it's Tuesday. You better his, offer his something. His time's worth money. You better offer something. That's what I tell people. Don't waste my motherfucking time. Is it? And I tell guys that I sponsor, don't waste my motherfucking time. If you broke down what I make per hour, it's a lot. Okay? <laughs> and at the end of the day... Which, I, by the way, thank you very much for showing up, John, today. God bless. God bless you. <laughs> you are one of my best friends, so I can't ever tell you no. All right. Um, but going back to the kids, you know, um, it, 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 it's the difference in right and wrong. And in, in our gut... We know what's right and wrong. Yeah. When I'm doing the wrong shit, we're all born with that. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's in there. So yeah. you know when you're doing the wrong thing. You feel it in your stomach, um, and you have to run with that. You know, defending yourself as a kid in school is 100% necessary. Um, always trying to avoid conflict when possible, but don't back down. Okay, stand for your, up for yourself. Mm -hmm. You are an individual, and an individual needs to be recognized. And the one that's not doing that is going to be the one that, A, misses the bus in school, misses the, 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 the chapters that the, the teacher's reading because they're still caught up in their head about being punked out, okay, mm -hmm. and doesn't want to go play, okay, with yep. other kids out there because they're afraid that it may happen again. Yep. So they have to be able to overcome those situations in school. Yep. But that comes from the parent talking yep. to them. You know, if you don't communicate with your kids and you're fucking on your phone watching fucking Facebook and fucking, you know, get the fuck away from your cell phone long enough to spend time with your kids. Yeah, that's real. Okay? Because it, kids need it. It, it. It's something they want. They, 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 they eat it up when you spend time with them. Well, I think you, you hit it on the head, though, because we, 2018... Our phone is our lives, pretty much, and and it's what it is. Yeah, it's coming from Mister Phone. Yeah, it is. And, <laughs> but you know what, though, it's working in my, to my advantage, obviously, as far as financial is concerned, yeah, because it's well, making my market bigger. Absolutely. But yeah. at the same time, on a real note, can we change the fact that phones are our lives? No, and we can't change everything in the world. Like that's no. the problem is we're trying to change things that just aren't going to change. You're trying to change where things are headed and and, and try to mister change the direction of the of the world. Listen. That that uh, Nelson Mandela shit, okay? That shit's for the birds, dude. Okay, in 2018, bro, you're not gonna change. If you want to spend your entire life for the opportunity to change something, God bless you, bro. And that's John's that's John's term. Yes, God bless you. God bless. But I'm gonna tell you, for me personally, I am the type of guy that is willing to uh, live within certain. I'm not going to try to change the world. I'm going to adapt. To whatever the world is going is is doing, and I'm going to try to be the cream of the crop. It's that simple. Now, obviously, there's certain things I'm not going to dabble in, but in the kids in, in particular, the verbiage that I use to my children is simple. 
Jared came home with bad grades. Grades, to me, I'm not a school guy. I hate school. And Jared's probably not going to be a school guy either because he's just not built that way. But as a parent, I have an obligation to at least, I feel, get my kid through the high school diploma. And when they get the high school diploma, from there, they can decide through, I think, great parenting and preparation what they want to do for the rest of their lives or at least have an attempt at what you want to start to do for the rest of your life. I believe, okay, and I wasn't good at school either. Okay, uh, I got five GEDs. <laughs> Every time I went to prison, I got another one. Um, <laughs> just to get, just yeah, to get, just get out of uh-huh. get out of the cell. No, but I I, I do the uh, Florida prepaid college funds for my girls. My son didn't go to college, and he's making eight 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 nine grand a month uh, in sales, um, which is fucking solid. Because he's a he's a mini me. My son is a mini me. Gotcha. Um, he has sponged up more of me than any one person that I've ever come into contact with. And, I, and I'm and i a guy, I genuinely try to grow people. And I love watching people get better at what, in sales and at life. Yeah. Um, as we've sat here, I've had three phone calls from guys that, that I mentor. And they're responsible to check in with me on a daily basis. That's solid. And if, they're, if they are on the right road, I'm the one that calls check. And uh, I give people friends like you're even you, you're one of my best friends. You have the right to take my inventory to say, hey, John, what's going on with you? OK, but I give certain people that that right to to do that. And like you said, I'm not trying to change the world, but I am trying to I- imprint on the people around me. OK, but I, I, I hang out with winners. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I know somebody who's doing the wrong thing at hello. And that's not a guy I want in my bubble. Yeah, a girl I want in my bubble. Everybody likes a crazy bitch, okay? And God bless, I've, I've, I've dated. Well, uh, why are the crazy ones always have the best pussy? Oh, man? just fucking buddy, I've had the craziest motherfuckers. Just, <laughs> I am not proud of the number of women I've I've been with. And it, you're right, the craziest ones are the best. Are the best? Uh, they're the funnest. We'll, 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 we'll keep it like that. We'll keep it real. Listen, this is a, this is a rated R podcast here, John. Listen, you know when you go on this podcast, you're gonna get some shit you listen, might not like. If, 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 if the crazy ones give up the ass, and you just you're, it's all fun and games from there. You're coming down the water slide, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> Adventure <laughs> Island. Yeah, and they got to be crazy. I, and I, I am attracted to crazy bitches. Um, I got three ex wives. <laughs> I've never met somebody who pays more child support than I do. If there was a fucking credit score for child support, I'd be a 1,000. Okay, I've been paying child support for 20 years, goddammit. Um, so it, it, it's, but, but you know, I don't run from my responsibilities, you know, and that's something a, a man or a, a young woman needs to learn early. Is that's that, real. Hey, that's when so I real. say I'm going to do something, I do it. Yeah. When I take a credit card out and I say, hey, listen, I'm going to go swipe it at fucking Victoria's Secret or I'm going to swipe it at fucking Men's Warehouse, I need to pay that bill. Oh, yeah. My word is my bond, mm. okay? And through, through sobriety, I've, I've learned not to be a liar. I can sell cars to people, look them right in the eye, and if you don't like it, get the fuck out. True. And I don't have to lie to people. Listen, car dealerships are built like 7-Elevens. They're right next to each other. There's one right down the road. But I, I don't have to. I don't lie to people. It's okay. If you don't buy the car, I'm going to be okay. If if you don't buy the car, you're going to be okay. Yeah. We're all going to be motherfucking okay. 
And that's that's something that you have to develop in life, that your word is all you have. Yeah, but you know, I think in order to establish yourself as a credible individual and to surround yourself around individuals that I think are winners, you have to have, your word is very important. It has to be. Yeah, because you have to establish that first. And it takes, and, and here's the problem with most people, John, is they believe that in order to surround yourself with winners, the first step is just go find winners and hang out with them. But the problem with that is, and this is the issue, if you have not established yourself through the process, if you have not put in the grunt work to get to at least a similar stage in life, I don't want nothing to do with you in the first place because you haven't gone through that process. To me, it looks like it looks it looks phony when somebody who comes from nothing, right, who who just got out of uh, uh, working at McDonald's, sixteen year olds working at McDonald's and stuff like that. But when you put your when you're in a, put yourself in a position for a long period of time of bad decisions, okay, and then. You want to come associate with me like you have something to you have to give something you have to have a mutually beneficial relationship. John is very important. If if I'm going to be a friend with you, I expect you to have a benefit for me at some way or another. And I also expect that you expect from me the same in return. Well, I, I, I don't know. I might disagree with you on that. Okay. that as a friend, I don't have expectations other than somebody's friendship. Okay. Yeah, but but let but, me let me, but, take that, but, let me take that the wrong way though. Let me let me let me reiterate real quick. What I mean by that is is simple. Although we don't necessarily, I don't. It's not fiscal. It's not it's not financial. Our benefit from each other is how we feed off each other's energy. We grow together. Yeah, you know, and I go that goes back to my word. Okay, yeah. is the reason that friends stay friends is because when the friend tells her they're, they're going to do something, they follow through. Yeah, you know, and then they grow together. Unless it goes, okay. to, unless it comes time to go to dinner. Oh, then fuck. you ha- then you fi- then oh, you then fuck. you come through about one third of the time. I don't know who bought your fucking birthday dinner, but ah, it might be this yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, all right, you made up for it. You made up for it. That was good. That was good. And that, that was amazing. Took my wife there uh, to Columbia, the oldest restaurant in Florida, 1905? 1905. Yeah. 1905. Took my wife there for the first time, and a good buddy of mine with his wife uh, last weekend. And dude, my fucking tab was like one hundred and sixty dollars or some shit. Like oh that. yeah. And I was like, thank you, John. I think that was our tab. When I, was we were like, there. <laughs> I was like, thank you, John. You were tossing them back. <laughs> Listen, you were ordering for me, baby. Hey, it's your birthday. Hey, I appreciate it. Hey, I got no that. problem. That's what, I, I, I was happy to do it. I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Now, next year I'm turning 30, man. You know, So I know I'm still young, buck 29 for in, in relation. Oh, you're but, just a baby. But hey, man, you know, and I think I recognize that I know I don't know shit. So that's what I think makes, makes me attractive to a lot of people is because... I'm so willing to soak up shit. Oh yeah, like, bro. Like I think if you want to associate with me, if you're gonna associate with me in any way, give or shape or form, you have to realize you don't know shit. Because we know, we, bro. Even when you turn a hundred, you learning. don't know shit. You're learning. You don't know shit when you turn a hundred. So my thing is this: How, at what point do you get to a state? You can sit it right here, bro. Thank you very much, Ricky. I appreciate it, bro. You got it, man. So. When you get to when when at what point because you're you're associating with all kinds of people right so well, you you associate I see where you're going with this yeah. is that somebody's got to remain teachable no okay. no 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 what my, I was gonna get back to the drug part and okay. the, and, the, and addiction part that too yeah, so I got to be remain teachable yeah my question to you is is at what point do you just cut people off because you're dealing with a lot of a lot of people with problems at what point do you say hey man it's just not you 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 just you're not following through with what you say you're gonna follow through with. I know you're relapsing. I know you're going back to the same shit. You're not willing to put in the time. You're you're falling back into the same thing you fell into before. And you you've gone through this now. How many times? 
at what point do you say enough's enough? I need to focus my time and energy at the limited time and energy that we have because we have lives. Yeah. How are we going to focus our time and energy on the people that actually we can benefit? The matter. Um, you know, I'm going through that right now. Uh, I've got a guy who I've sponsored. He actually works with me. Okay. Um, the owner has made it evident that I, I, I he's my problem. Okay. And just got caught relapsing yesterday. Um, you know, a lot of guys will, will fire sponsees. My, my mentality is, man, I didn't hire this guy, so I can go fire this guy. If this guy is still calling and he's willing to, to try in any form, I'm willing to at least answer the phone, okay? Because you never know, buddy. I've heard stories where, you know, somebody didn't pick up the phone and a guy hung himself, you know? So you uh, never know what you might say to somebody that can turn them around. Yeah, but my question to you, though, and I, and I respect that about you, so I'm probably asking the wrong person. You probably are. Yeah, because you don't, you don't, you don't really give up on people like that. I know, I don't. Yeah, and that's not your thing. But personally, myself, I feel like at a certain point, and I'm, a, I'm just being brutally honest, John, I feel at a certain point, I have to look at my life and my family in a very yourself. selfish way. Protect yourself. Yeah, because I, I have, when I, was, when I was a kid, I want to explain <laughs> this to you. I was doing bad shit. I was, I was, I was doing some bad shit. Right. Okay. So, and again, it gets back to the 10-year thing that I have to make sure, because I'm, okay. I'm still a kid, so I got some time before I can talk about that. But I was in a position where I never stole a dime from my family. Never, and I'm proud to say that. Never a dime, not a penny, okay? So having said that, my mom moved away when I was 17 years old. My dad killed himself when I was 16, right? So when my mom moved away, she gave me an ultimatum. She said, listen, she found a, a very amazing guy named Dave, by the way. His stepdad is one of the greatest men I ever met in my life. She's told me, you can stay in Florida. You're going to be grown in a few months. Or you can come with me and you can, you know, live in Pennsylvania. And I'm like, I don't want to live up in the sticks, yeah, yeah I'm, this is where I'm from. This is where I live. This is my life. You know, that's where I want to be. I had a girlfriend at the time, been with for a while at the time, you know, so I'm going through this process of I know everything yeah. and I'm going to be able to make it because I'm grown. Yeah. Right. So I end up staying and boy, I went through it. I associated with the wrong individuals doing the wrong things. I was one of those individuals. I was one of those people. Yeah. You are who you hang out with. You, absolutely. I was that guy. I was yeah. the bad guy that you do not want to see. Right. So. Having said that, I got robbed when I was 17 years old, too. I got robbed at gunpoint and a drug deal gone bad by, by some Jamaican people in the back of a Jamaican lounge. When you get hit upside the head with the butt of a pistol, bro, or kicked in the face, knock my fucking jaw out of place. It's real. It's just not fun. No. You know, people, people, it's funny is when people say, oh, I'm, uh, you know, these tough guys, when I get a gun in their face, they're going to fucking do some karate shit, right? And they're going to, nah, buddy, you ain't doing shit. You're, you're gonna, giving up the ass if that's pee, what they you're, want. You're going to pee a little. You're going to get whatever the fuck you want. Oh, yeah. Everything you want and some. So the point I'm trying to get to is, is that when you go through that process, self-inflicted wounds, all right, you get to that point where you understand where family won't take you in anymore because... Burn bridges. Well, not necessarily. Not that's not that wasn't my scenario though. It's a lot of people's. It, but this is what makes it interesting for me is that in my scenario, I never burnt bridges. What happened with me was that I had an issue with one of the elder members because I didn't live the lifestyle necessarily that they thought I should live because they're very you know religious. Mm -hmm. So they made it seem like that individual they were they had they had uh, they had uh, some uh, loyalty to that individual. And they had, they had the two sides. And they had to go, okay, well, I'm, they put them on the burn and say, hey, listen, if you, if you take this guy in, I don't want nothing to do with you. And now the problem with that individual was very simple. I never stole a dime, never did anything. 
I just didn't live the lifestyle they thought I should live. That's very fine. I was partying. I was having fun. I was doing my thing. I did some bad shit too. Mm-hmm. But the point I'm trying to get to is this. You claim family members are the first ones, family in general, are the first ones to claim that you're, the, that you're their, you know, uh, they're your second mom or they're going to always be there to help you and they love you and this and that. But when it comes time for it to actually uh, uh, put, your, put your, your money where your mouth is, now you're homeless. And now that was a gut punch for me. Yeah. And, and it was one of the best things that ever happened to me because now I never depend on a, nobody for anything. I think that's what, how we should live our lives is we should live our lives in a way that we clean ourselves up. And I know that everybody's not like me or like you. They can't really dig themselves out of the hole if necessary. But at what point do you say, okay, I got that tough love. I got that. Now I have a family of four, in, not including my wife, which would be five, family of five, which let's, I take care of. Let's back up for a quick second. So you had no backup at one point. You were, you were all by yourself. Straight, straight. And you had a decision to make. Either continue this life of doing the next wrong thing or start making good decisions for yourself. Okay? Not necessarily. No, I'm tell you, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you really quickly. That's not what happened. What happened for me was I, was caught, I got arrested for armed robbery right, when I was 19. Mm-hmm. I found people to... Figure out. I, fa- I figured out a way to, to to to. I found out some people that would take me in at, at eventually, after being homeless for a little while. And I say homeless, but I had a car, so I still had a roof over my head. Technically, mm-hmm. didn't have gas, but I had a roof, so I had to find a way to get gas because there was no jobs in 2010, 2011. The economy was taking a shit, you know. And I was, you know, a little hoodlum. I talked a certain way. I had to change the way I, I pronounced myself mm-hmm. and. So I, 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 the way I pre- presented myself, my, my pants hanging off my ass and all this other shit, product of my environment, um, no one wanted to hire me. Even the little bit of jobs that were out there, if I could potentially get one, they, they, you couldn't get it. So I had to go get money out right to get it. Same thing we just talked about before. So the point is, is that I got arrested for armed robbery. Now, the armed robbery part, if I did rob someone, I'm not saying I did, <laughs> if I would have, it would have been a drug dealer. So I'm not out here, if I would have been robbing people, I wouldn't have been out there robbing old people, okay? I'm not taking snatching purses, if I was. I was simply creating drug deals that necessarily weren't in the best interest of the other drug dealer. God bless. So, and (laughs) I feel like if I was doing that, I'm doing the world a service. Am I, am I not? I understand the theory. (laughs) (laughs) So You're knocking down drug dealers and you're justifying that you're Superman. Amen. Robin Hood. Hey, come on, man. Come on, man. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? So the point is, is that, you know, it happened to me, and I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I couldn't call the cops. No, neither can they. So (laughs) I'm like, so if theoretically, all right, that I would have, somebody would have called the cops, it would have been some dumb drug dealer that thought that he could make up some bullshit story that the cops were actually going to believe and long story short, you just get arrested for some bullshit charge that had no stick. But in Polk County, you get arrested just because you blink wrong. They don't really need a purpose. They can get any judge to sign off on an arrest warrant. Yeah. So the point I'm trying to get to is this. They wanted to scare me. They knew I was doing some bad shit. So they arrested me. They put me no bond at a certain point. I wasn't there. I wasn't there very long. It was like three weeks. But when you're no bond and you're looking at 10 minimum. It's a feeling. That shit hurts. Oh, yeah. It's oh. a wake, wake up call. Oh. 19. Yeah. yeah. Been there. So that's kind of where I'm at with it is 
the thing that got me through my life and put me in the position that I'm in was the, that that part of life where I tough love rock part. bottom. You hit yeah. you hit rock bottom. Rock rock bottom. You know, not everybody. I don't care, um, and we'll wrap up here pretty soon. But I don't care who you are, what you what you've done, what you've gone through. Okay, everybody has come to some kind of rock bottom in their life, whether it was through drugs, alcohol, through bad family relations through lack of getting employment uh, over and over again. But we've all run into walls, okay? Being able to uh, overcome those walls is a personal choice, okay? And the only one that's really going to get in the way is you, okay? So I believe that, you know, with, with God in your life and, you know, or uh, some sort of higher power, you, you, you can always overcome these obstacles, whether it be, one by one, two by two, ten by ten. You have to, you have to get up every day, okay, and get prepared to row the fucking boat, and start rowing every motherfucking day. Every day, because nobody's gonna row for you, okay. <clears throat> I don't care. I, I I've met fucking trust fund babies, and most of their lives are more fucked up than anybody who's working a nine to five. And self inflicted, right? So, but these personal choices that we make every day. Are the, are, are the ones that are going to carve the, the, the life that we live, okay? So I, I appreciate anybody who's, who's listening to this simulcast. I am grateful, Nate, for you bringing me out here this morning and us having, you know, this throwdown. But I, 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 I believe that you, you, you do have to live by a certain set of morals, a certain set of values. Um, there has to be lines in the sand that you don't cross, Okay, because there was a time I had no lines. There was no line I wouldn't cross. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, I, I'm grateful to sit here and know that hey, I'm, I I I live my life trying to do the next right thing for someone else, and if I do well in the in in, in the middle of it, uh, God bless. Okay, so it, it it's it's not just, you know when when I leave this earth, when we're gone, I want to be able to say the people that around me say hey. He was a good man. Yeah. You know? Yep. If nothing else, if I don't leave fucking Trump millions, okay, and buildings and shit and stuff. Which, is, least, which, which is not important. No, nah, it's stuff not. Stuff is stuff. It's not. You know, I, but I've had it all. Yeah. And I have fucking fucked it all up, okay? And I've rebuilt it several different times. Um, but but money is not the, the, the key to happiness. Yeah. Um, I believe that <clears throat> self-worth... Um, and being willing to be selfless at times um, is the key to living a happy life, happy, joyous, and free. And compassion sometimes. Compassion. You, gotta you, have, compassion, you have to. You, you have, have to. Have compassion. You know, I you gotta have my, an appreciation I, I, for what other people go through. I am my brother's it. keeper. Yeah. Okay. That's the difference between me and you. Yeah, it, it's there's, okay. There's certain individuals though that I will treat that way just because of you know. If I know that this guy. Is going to answer the phone at 2 o'clock in the morning, and he's going to pull me out of this hole that I'm in that was whatever just to help me out. That guy I'm going to answer the phone to. And there's a couple guys like that. There's a couple guys on my team right now that I know for a fact that if I was in a tight-ass bind and I needed something right now, they're going to be there. They're going to be there. Yeah. Now, there's guys that I've been there for that have been in that bind, and it's never been the same. It's never been the other side of the spectrum. And it's different because you've never gone through a support group like I've gone through. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a little bit different mentality because I've done this, this program for so many years, and I've interacted with so many different people. 
You know, my bubble's much bigger. I think you get you you one of your biggest purposes in life is is and it's different between me and you because your your purpose is you you have a passion to help people who have been in an addiction type of uh, or as someone who's put themselves in a bad spot in life and just need a little bit of help to get out. A little push. My 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 part the part that for me in life that I enjoy most similar to that is people who are my friends, close friends that have that are have the the tools in the toolbox to you be want to bring them up. Yeah, but they had and they, I have a perfect example of a friend named one of my buddies named Gabriel. And I have I'm not going to sit here and say that that I was the one that put him in a position to be successful, but he just started his business 4 or 5 months ago and the guy is he's a painter, created a painting company. And the guy went from working for another guy driving around like a 98 Hyundai or something and 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 which all good. But now he has his sons from Puerto Rico. The guy's living the life that he wants to live. He's put, stacking money in the account. He made, he made his first hire like two weeks ago. He's doing it. He's doing it. Yeah. So when you see them go through that process mm-hmm. and do that, that's what gets me off. It does. That's what it gets does. me off. No, I like, I'm the same way. I okay. like that. That shit, that shit gets me off. Bad, Watching bro. things happen for people is exciting. You got two different types of people, though. Isn't that interesting? Oh, yeah. You have, you have the guy that, that appreciates when somebody does well. But then you have the guy the hates. Oh, yeah. The hates. That's usually the guy who's stuck already. Yeah. Because he can't motivate himself enough to go to any lengths yep. to be successful, yep. okay, to be happy. To And, buddy, again, helping, helping others, buddy, you find happiness in there. That's right. You really do. I, I have, okay. And um, self-worth. Okay, it, 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 it's a good feeling. You it's, lay your head, it makes you sleep yeah, easy. Sleep yeah. easy. Not, not having to lie to people, buddy. Fucking, I used to lie if the truth sounded better. Okay? <laughs> and, you know, God bless, make up some fucking crazy ass war story. I remember when I got sober, five years sober, I was telling some fucking story about, yeah, we robbed this, robbed that. And then I went, whoa, whoa. Listen, let me back up, man. That whole story was bullshit. And I was like three quarters of the way through the story. You're like, what do you mean? <laughs> Yeah, man, I made that whole fucking story up, you know. And that's when you get honest and say, you know, and, and that, can, that that's hard. Yeah, it's hard for, for strong alpha guys to 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 uh, say they're wrong. You say know? you're sorry and say you're wrong. Say you're sorry. Say you're wrong. Own the, your fucking own your shit. Yeah. Look someone in the eye with integrity. Integrity is sold by the pound, buddy. Make no mistake. Integrity can be sold by the pound. You can either keep it. Or you can give it away. Yep. Okay. So uh, all those things are so important, dude. They are. But you they know, are. that's the the point of it is is that most people see a salesperson from the surface, like yourself, John. Because when you walk up, you're a bulldog, you're a grinder, you're a getter, you're yeah. a fucking. I'm gonna I'm gonna get this deal done. But they don't really know the story behind the guy. No. And and sometimes you have to you have to in order and I think in order to have that go get it mentality, that grind 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 mentality, there has to be some pain behind it or some some. Something behind that that has put you in that position yes. to get to have that grind, yeah. And that was the whole point of this thing was I wanted people to see from a different perspective. That's what this whole podcast is about, man. It's about learning because I learned today. I learned shit today. You did. I'm gonna take this shit for the rest of my life. This conversation that we have, which I appreciate every second of it. By the way, we're an hour and 15 minutes in, right? Hour and 18 minutes in. Doesn't seem like it, right? Yeah, I know. I know. No. So, but the point is, is that this conversation is what people wants to hear or need, they need, need to, to hear. hear yes so either way regardless thank you very much john for coming i no, know we're running pleasure. out of time man hey thank you so much i mean 
you're I, one of the guys that I know for sure is definitely a true friend to me. I, and I appreciate am. that. I, I love you, bro. I love and, you too. Uh, I'm so proud of you. You know, the car business wasn't for Nate, okay? And uh, it could be if I wanted. He it got to be. whacked. <laughs> <laughs> we did him a favor, yeah. and he is now a monster. And I'm so proud yeah. to watch you grow. Appreciate and when it. I get your phone calls about how you're opening new stores and you're doing this and you're doing that, because you got the eye of the tiger. Yeah, you know what I mean. That eye of the tiger, you can't. And unfortunately, man, you you can't buy it. Okay, you can't. Uh, it, it's hard to get it taught to you. It it's really comes from inside you. Yeah. You know, it's got to come from inside you to, to be hungry and to want more and to, um, and it's not more money. It's, it's more, more, more it, life. It's, 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 it's fulfilling your destiny. Like what I mean by that is it, what it really comes down to is maximizing your potential as an individual. If yes. you know you can do more and you don't do more. Shame on you. That's what fucks me up. Yeah. Is when I know there's days, and I have days like that, yeah. where Tuesday, Wednesday, i just fucking lazy. And I'm just, I'm just burnt. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to do shit for the next two hours and do fucking nothing. I'm going to sit here and look at my phone and bullshit while everybody works around me. But you know what, John? That's what makes us go. That's what makes me go. Oh, yeah. But hey, look. Hour and 20 minutes in. I appreciate every, every second of your time. Uh, next dinner, I'll grab on me. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to the No Sheet Podcast. It's been a pleasure. And uh, we'll get to you soon. All right. Thanks, John.